Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to a new quick hitter from the Pure Host podcast. This week, BJ Armstrong and I discussed the Doc Rivers surprising firing from the Clippers and him landing immediately with the Philadelphia 76ers. Hope you enjoy. A lot, a lot of things get me emotionally involved, but I, I was a little torn when Doc Rivers was fired from the, the Clippers. And because I always, you know, try to look at the game objectively and really, you know, I, I, I think from a, a unique standpoint is like, you know, working in the league for so many years is to try to see the game from many different perspectives. From the Clippers' perspective, firing Doc Rivers, I, I, I didn't quite understand the move. I don't, I don't understand it at all. The, and, and this is no criticism, but I, I truly didn't understand the move, right? Um, Doc Rivers is, I think he's a, a Hall of Famer as a coach. I think he is, he's earned the right to have the opportunity to, to coach and what he's done there and his, in, his integrity, what he's done for the game itself. And that franchise. And this friend, I, 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 I it, did, it, it just didn't sit well with me on a lot of different levels. And I, and I'm the first to say, you know, hey, you know, coaches are going to get fired, players are going to get traded, and this is the business. But certain things, certain things, and this is one of them, just didn't sit right with me at all. You know, um, I, I, I'm, I was rooting for Doc, and I have a relationship with Doc, and I, I hope because this is very quickly that this was the move for him, not that he made a decision on an emotional level. You know, what mm-hmm. has it only been like three or four days? And he's already back in the coaching seat. So clearly he still have the desire to coach and wants to coach. But this just seems very quickly for me, you know, moving forward, because when you coach, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, it, your heart has to be there. And not to say that, you know, that's not the case here with him going to Philly. It's just, this just came together so quickly yeah. for them with this franchise, with this team, with their personnel and what they have. So um, I think it's a great hire for Philly because of who Doc is. But things just happen so quickly. And maybe they knew what they had. Maybe they said, hey, we can't pass up an opportunity of whatever's going on to have a Doc represent. And and yeah. I hope Doc, maybe that's how Doc feels. I don't know. I I, I, I don't dare to even guess. But I, I just, and you asked me that question, it just didn't sit well with me with the Clippers. Um, but I'm wishing the best for Doc. I think it's a great hire. Um, 
but I always look at the players. I always look at the talent and I look at their two best players. I look at Ben Simmons, who is without question, he's a top 10 talent without question. Joel Embiid, he's a top 10 talent, but no one yet has been able to get those two to play at the, the level that we all you know, placed upon them. And now, now it falls in the, you know, on the shoulders of Doc Rivers. And if anyone can do it, I, I, I know he's more than capable. So I'm rooting for him. And um, I just hope that, you know, when you look at this roster and you look at, you know, what they've done, they've certainly underachieved thus far, the Sixers. And hopefully they'll get it together. Hopefully Doc will put it together and put the right pieces in place because clearly they have the talent to do it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at the last two years, the the Sixers have been a drastically different team when you have Jimmy Butler and J.J. Redick with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid compared to last season where they're gone and, you know, Al Horford in, Josh Richardson in, and uh, obviously that combination does not work. And then you've got Tobias Harris there as well, who we know is a very talented player, but he's also comes with a a hefty contract so they're um they're in a rough spot with how do they upgrade their roster or make the necessary moves to help uh simmons and Embiid excel obviously doc's been in a lot of unique situations before uh orlando boston la and now philly um it's interesting bj yesterday uh we recorded with um jj reddick on all the smoke and he was talking about the Philly experience and him and Matt Barnes were talking about their experience with the Clippers and losing that 2015 series to Houston up three, one, and then reacting to the doc news. And they were a bit surprised and you, you know, you read all the criticisms and the commentary and his playoff record and blowing three, one leads. And, you know, is it Doc's fault that Kawhi Leonard was one for 11 from the floor in the fourth quarter of game seven against Denver or that Paul George was one for seven? Like, you, I mean, you, you tell me, like, the game starts, coaches can only do so much. The guys have to perform. And I always felt like, and this has nothing to do with my bias to the Celtics, but I always knew that Doc Rivers was going to have his guys ready to play. Whether or not that ended up in a win well, that's why you play the game on the floor. But his guys were always ready to play. So um, combine that with what you said, getting the Clippers through the Do- the Donald Sterling moment in time and then continuing to, you know, they became a, a destination. They became a place where big free agents would go. And, uh, you know, now as we know, building a new arena and and creating their own identity in L.A., this, this timing with the veteran roster to me, uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And to your point about it happening right away, um, I think Doc's only had one year off in the last 20 years. I think he's coached every year. And I just, you know, I just hope he doesn't get to a point where he feels like he's entering burnout mode because, uh, as we know, Philadelphia and the expectations there and comes with it, um, that's not the same as uh, some other markets in the league. So he, he obviously went through it in Boston. He went through it in L.A. Um, 
you know, I can make all the jokes in the world about the Sixers and the, and the, and the Celtics historic rivalry, yeah. but you know, you want to yeah. see what's best for Doc. And you know, you know, you know Doc has been it's been interesting. You know, Doc has really had an interesting career because we talk about three one. Look, you know, I, I think this is probably the X player in me. Yeah, and when I've been on good teams, and when I've I've been on bad teams, all right, why were they bad? I always look at myself and go, you know what, <laughs> that's where I was at as a player. I was on that team, <laughs> right? You know, like. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's easy for me to say, oh, you're, I've been you're, on, you're there. You're there for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been on bad teams, but where was I at in my career at that particular time? Right? right. Later in my career, you know, it's hard to say, but I wasn't the same player later in my career that I was earlier in my career. You know, did I have moments? Yeah, I had a, you know, I had a quarter here, maybe a game there, a week here, but it wasn't the consistency that I had earlier in my career. And, but when you are on a good team, when you are on a great team, one thing that I've learned is that those players in that locker room and that put that uniform on, I ain't worried about the coaches. I just didn't. I, I, I really didn't. I, I can remember running out of the locker room and the coaches would always say this. I had a coach who would always say this. He was like, men. You can't win the game in the locker room. <laughs> and there you have it. And I took, I always took that to heart. Like it was kind of like, okay, guys, there's nothing going to happen in this locker room. Yeah. We could talk about the gate, great game plans. We could talk about strategy. Give, give the speech. You know, really All give the, the speech. We could walk out of there with the greatest speech. The game can't be won in the locker room. And I took that to heart. When and when I was on good teams, I didn't care what the game plan was, just to be honest with you. I really didn't. Because every great player and every great person or teammate who's played on a great team understands what I'm saying. I got to find a way to win that game. I got to find a way. I have to find a way. I don't know what's going to happen during that game. But, but what I do know is that every scenario that I could potentially see that I felt prepared for. And it is my job to figure out how to win that game. Yeah, Phil Jackson may have wanted to substitute me at the seven minute mark, but you know what? That's not a good matchup versus Magic Johnson because Magic Johnson just scored 10 straight points. So are you gonna coach your game plan or are you gonna coach the game? Mm-hmm. I don't know what the game is going what's gonna happen. So react to the game. You, and, and that's what I learned as a player. Like you, you have to take some responsibility. And I, the reason I'm saying this is it's easy to point the finger and say, doc, that's the easy thing. Oh, a doc was up three, one. I, I played against doc rivers when he used to could make baskets. He hasn't made a basket since <laughs> Lord knows how long, you know, same as me. Like, but what I do know is that he had a game plan that if executed, it could have worked because they were up in every single game that they played in. They were up. Yep. So clearly they had the game plan. Clearly something was there. But the most difficult part 
is you got to go out and execute it. I've seen great game plans and I've lost by 30. I've seen some game plans that I was yeah. like, eh, I don't know if that'll work. And, there, and, there was and a we damn go out good, and win by 20. I've seen a, a damn good plan. team on the other side too. We hope you listen to the full conversation with BJ Armstrong and I talking about Doc Rivers. You can also check out the video versions of our quick hitters on our YouTube channel. Check out the Pure Hoops podcast each and every Friday from Pure Hoops Media. Stay pure.